Hey guys, welcome to the Lightmaker Podcast, a carefully curated collection of interviews with spiritual entrepreneurs and soul-centered change makers designed to ignite your inner light and help guide you in living your most expansive life. And I'm super excited because I have the founders of Soul Camp with us today, Michelle and Allie, who are also my friends. And I am, I'm just super excited by both of their individual paths and also how they came together to create this amazing adult sleepaway camp um, for spiritual seekers. Welcome, girls. Hi. We're so happy to be here. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yay. Thank you for, I know this is a crazy time because we're all prepping for Soul Camp, Soul Camp West, which I'm super happy that we brought, brought it out to Cali. Um, so, so thank you for giving me that time, but I want to dive right in. And what I always love to hear about is beginnings. Um, because I feel like a lot of the people that are listening, I know a lot of my audience are really at that point in their lives where we probably were maybe five or so years ago, maybe less. Um, I actually read your Instagram post today, Michelle, and I was like, oh my God, um, yeah. I totally relate. And for yeah. those of you who don't follow, um, I'm Creatives, which is Michelle on Instagram. <laughs> um, <laughs> she was posting about going to yoga this morning in LA and just how different it was, you know, from a few years ago when she was in her like pharmaceutical advertising job. Um, and I can totally, totally relate to having that, that moment of being like, wow. And yeah. I feel like there's a lot of people right now that are on the cusp of that moment, like they might still be on that in that job, or maybe they're trying to figure out how to transition out of it and like really start listening to that voice inside. So I'd love to hear both of your, you know, kind of the, how that how that that process was and and when that shift happened for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go first just because you know the post of the day. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so you know it's just so crazy because it's 2015 now, and it was back in 2012. Um, that I was having, I just had a completely different life. I, you know, worked in pharma. Um, I was taking, you know, Adderall every day and smoking cigarettes and, you know, just in a toxic relationship. And, um, I just thought that that was life, you know, like my life is about making more money and making more money and rising up the ladder and being able to like buy this bag or like go on that vacation. And, that's like what I knew. And I didn't have, you know, like a community, you know, I grew up in a spiritual environment, but I was not living that way at all. Um, and you know, like so many people, I hit a bottom. Um, and you know, it was the relationship ended and I found myself kind of like on the floor of like, who am I? What is this? What, like, who am I now really? And um, I am so grateful because, you know, the weekend that he moved out of our apartment, we lived together. Um, I, my friend, my best friend, she was like, you know, we should go to this place, Omega. And there's this woman there who talks kind of like you. Um, she like talks about her inner child and the universe. Her name's Patricia Moreno. We should take, um, this class is called Intensati. And I just like, so wanted to be out of New York city, like away from the U-Haul van. So I was like, yes, let's go. So I went to Omega and I met Patricia Moreno and I met for the first time in my life, 30 other people like me, like who 
want, who are spirit, wanted to be spiritual, wanted to like live a life that of, of, you know, introspection and, um, but didn't necessarily want to be in a drumming circle on a mountain, <laughs> like wanted to live in New York city and wanted to, you know, kind of like have the best of both worlds, I guess. And it completely changed my life. Like finding people like me on a similar path completely changed my life and cracked me open. And I came back from that weekend and immediately joined the intensity community. I joined Equinox um, and really just completely, sur- I remember thinking, I want to make my life like this Omega retreat. How do I do that? So I started eating like the type of food that I ate at Omega. So I started like going to Whole Foods for the first time. And, you know, I joined this community and surround myself with these people every single day. And I was in corporate. So what that looked like was you know, 6.30 in the morning going to Intensati at 17th Street, like every morning, 6.30, because that was the only time I could make it um, because I worked all day. And it completely changed everything. Within that, you know, that year, um, I kind of, I popped awake and was like, wait, this isn't the life I'm supposed to lead. And, you know, I quit my job and I, you know, I am very dramatic. I like quit my job, sold my apartment, <laughs> bought a living social voucher to India by myself. <laughs> like, off. I was like, I am eat, pray, love. Yes. And I, so, um, and I, I love started, that. And I started, I am creative, which was, you know, basically what I was doing in pharma was branding and strategy. And I loved that aspect of it. But, you know, so I started, I am creative to bring that type of work to, you know, the teachers and the leaders and the speakers and all of that in uh, the mind, body, spirit community. And it started with Patricia Moreno. Like she was my first client. She was the one being like, you should do this. You know how to do it. And that's what started me on everything. And, you know, it's so people ask me all the time, like, so how is it just so easy? You know, it wasn't so easy. Like I was in corporate, I would say for eight months, knowing that I needed to leave. And in those eight, and I was trying to figure out, okay, like making a plan kind of and starting to take on people. I mean, it was like, would you pay me a hundred dollars like to sit down and like, look at your website? Like, you know, very, very small at first, but you know, I remember because, you know, pharma is a very toxic environment and there's a lot of, it's just very toxic. And I remember every single morning getting off the subway and walking to, um, to my office and being like, the reason I'm here is to bring the peace to this environment. I'm here to bring the peace. And I started really looking like to looking at going to work, um, like going to a soup kitchen. I always say that. Like it, I was doing an act of service. And I had to really switch my reframe. I had to reframe because otherwise I was I would have been like, why am I still in this job? I have no way out. I have no, I don't know what to do. Like, you know, feeling down on myself, but instead I really switched my mindset into like, wow, I am the Buddha in this conference room. And I went to work every day being that. And so when I was creating, I'm creative and really gearing up to leave that whole life. I was doing it from such a place of connection and service and not fear and anger and, you know, it was from such a place of like, okay, like an ease into the next step. So that's how, yeah, that was my beginning. I always say always like now it's just so amazing because Patricia is now one of like our top instructors for soul camp. She's flying out for soul camp West. And, you know, I always say none of this would be possible without Patricia. Like Patricia was my gateway into this whole universe. My gateway drug. (laughs) I love it. 
And a gateway drug to Allie, which Allie will, well, Allie, you tell about your story first. But But yeah, I just think that was amazing. Like, and I think it's so important, like, that's something I reiterate with a lot of my clients on a on a regular basis. I think is important to to just be the light where you're at right now, and actually kind of trust that 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 when you when you switch that mentality and you show up to wherever you're meant to be showing up right now to you know do whatever kind of job you have to do to support yourself and pay your bills. I definitely did it too, you know. Um, and and I love that, you know, it took you eight months. So it's like, be patient with yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Like, allow yourself that transition time. It's it's a big change, you know, to to start. And I think a lot of, I love what you said just about it being like, okay, so first it was like, I'm going to start finding stuff at Whole Foods. And then I'm going to start putting, like, classes in. And, yeah. and it's, it's like, like taking a small, act, and this is what I wrote in the post this morning, mm-hmm. like, taking small actions towards the person you want to be. So it's not even like the money you want to make or like the job you want to have, but like the person you want to be. Yeah. Like you wanted to be the piece. So like you started that now and like, that's what let the, all everything else enter in because you're matching your vibration. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. All right, Allie, tell us about your story. Okay. So I, um, it's interesting because I feel like looking back, I mean, you can always say this, like I'm sure everyone can relate. Like it just feels like we were, I was being so guided towards this life. Um, so I went to college and I was majoring in graphic design and I always thought I'd be like this, like amazing designer in the city, like living this like very traditional life. Like I had a job and I had a boyfriend and an apartment and it was just like, it was good, but I didn't like, couldn't imagine anything, um, spectacular. Like that's what's (laughs) happening right now. Um, but you know, I always just a little bit of a backstory dealt with my weight and my body image. And that really, um, kept me from being my full self, like in every moment of my life, I always just lived in fear and insecurity and just like feeling like not good enough. So when I graduated and I was going on these interviews to these design firms, there was one, like, I'm not good enough for these jobs. But the second piece, I felt this, like, instinct, like, this is not where you're meant to be. Like, this is not. But I had no clue where I was meant to be. So I felt so lost. Like, I was definitely in this place of just, like, what do I do with my life? Like, I had been on this very traditional path that, like, I think a lot of people can relate to. Like, okay, you get the good grades. You go to this good college. And then you're going to get this great job. And, like, when that doesn't happen, it's just, like, what, who am I? Like, what do I do with my life now? Um, so I had to really go inward and I was like, okay. But then of course, like for me, I'm like, I'm going to lose weight again. This is going to be the solution. <laughs> so I find, you know, I think, every, I think every woman can relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So I hired a trainer and as fate would have it, my trainer was very spiritual. Um, her like main mentor was Marianne Williamson and she, um, I can, I always remember, like I was bitching about one of my friends like she's not dealing with the transition from college she's just like living at home like basically projecting everything onto this other girl I'm like it was really me um my trainer was like you should pick up the gift of change for her she's like get this book and like at that time like I was just like looking for any advice so I was just like anything you tell me I will do so I got I buy the book and I'm like this is kind of very weird to like give someone a book to be like the gift of change so I open it I open the book and I'm like like I was just like this is everything I've been looking I, I I just like didn't even know that I was looking for this and it but I just felt and knew like this was the pathway 
So I just dove right in. And then a few months later, um, I was in one of my good friend's cousins is Gabrielle Bernstein, who I know you've had on your podcast and is a mentor and friend of yours too. So I found her, this is about six years ago. And I was just like, there's someone my age, like talking about all this stuff. So I, um, joined the community. I started like doing her group coaching, meeting all these incredible entrepreneurs and seeing that you can make a life that, uh, looks like exactly what you want. And like, it's, I don't know. I just saw these women doing these badass things. Just like, going for it and um I was like okay like maybe I can start doing design for them because all these people are starting companies so I started a design company doing um logos and web design for all these amazing change makers and really from there just one step at a time like following my intuition like finding a mentor starting to coach myself I went to IIN um and then I was doing body confidence coaching and just every step of the way I like listened to what my intuition was saying. Um, and then I met this girl Mm -hmm. and (laughs) right about when she was about to start her company and we became really quick friends. And wait, let's just say how we met (laughs) the best story. It's a good story. Great story. (laughs) Which is again, I'm like, I'll tell the Facebook part. Okay. And then I'll tell the brother. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So I'm like, start looking on Facebook, you know how we do. And I like see this, these photos of the intensity flash mob that Patricia Morano did in Washington square park. And I had wanted to go, but I didn't go. So I was like, huge flash. Yeah. (laughs) And I see Michelle in the background of the photos. So also part of the story is that Michelle and I went to sleepaway camp together as kids. Um, Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) But okay. We didn't know each other. We didn't know each other. I knew Michelle. So Michelle's a few years older than me. And like you at camp, like the girls that are like two years older are like, Oh my God, they're so much older. You know, everyone. So that was Michelle. I knew her. She didn't know who I was. And I knew her brother because he's closer to my age. Um, so I'm like, is that this other Jewish girl like doing intense I was Lanza? like, no, no way. And I like, that's amazing. like, okay, like that's random. Maybe that's not her. Then like, uh, I tell you like four or five other pictures. And I remember texting my friend. I'm like, Michelle Golden does intense Sati too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then so I friended her. Like, I don't know what made me do that. And she messages me back. She, and we were like, oh, it's so funny because we like recently, like, <laughs> we looked at the yeah. messages. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. like as if we're a married couple, like, let's go back and look at our first messages. And like, we looked at like our first messages. <laughs> oh, I love <laughs> that. Like, oh, wait, no, I didn't say anything. Immediately, Michelle messages me. Like, she was like, do you know each other from camp and Intensati? And I was like, I think so. Yeah. And so we made a plan to, like, meet each other at Jeeva Mukti, of course. And, like, it was, like, for the next day or, like, a few days later. Anyway, the night before we were supposed to meet, we find ourselves at a breathwork workshop breathing next to each other. So it's just so crazy. <laughs> so it's crazy. just so crazy. So, you know, Ali and I became very quickly, very close. And, you know, in our group of friends, we are always like singing songs and clapping. Like we clap for everyone and like making cheers. And like, it's just the energy. And it always has been since we became friends of like when Allie and I are together, like making up songs and like poems and it's just that energy, and our friends are like, "Are you serious?" Yeah. Like before they came to Seoul, like camp. we're like going to this like cool brunch spot yeah. in Williamsburg, and we're like doing this like dance show, and they're like, and "We're like, <laughs> I love that. Oh, I love that story. That's amazing. 
And I feel like there's a lot of, um, there's so many good things, well, in both of your stories, but, but even just in like, Allie, what you were saying, just about being in that place of being like, I was so ready for anything and I was so like receptive. I think that's like the most beautiful place you can be in. And I'd venture to say that like, we probably started in that place from a place of desperation and like wanting help and wanting that guidance. But I feel like all of us are still in that place. Of being, you know, just these big receptive, you know, spaces for, you know, whatever feels good and whatever feels joyous and to just really welcome in and trust that, like, if someone puts a book in your hand, read the book, (laughs) you know? Um, And also, I love, and I think this is something that I haven't really touched on with a lot of interviews, but because you guys are, like, BFF, and I think it's such a beautiful story, I think it's important, and also I, I think it ties a lot into Soul Camp. Um, how important it is to have that community because I think we've all started, um, you know, when we kind of like wake up or kind of start having that transitional period in our lives where we're looking for a different path perhaps than we were on, it's so helpful and amazing to meet like other people that can help inspire you and hold that space for you. And I think it's so, it's great, like, what you did, and I encourage other people to do that, too. I've definitely done that and, like, risked being a little bit of a weirdo and just been, like, you know, I think I've kind of been spying at you at some of these events and, you know, I'm going to, like, send you a Facebook message and see if we can have a date (laughs) because, you know, I think we all need that. We need that community, and it's so worth just putting yourself out there. Yeah, I think, I mean, I could not be where I am today without, um, sisters supporting me in in my growth and I always say like having those mentors having those people that are along the path with you they see you where you're going they see like how incredible you are before you can even see it and it's 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 necessary it's not even important it's like it's like one of the things because it's scary I mean at least for me like when I started on my spiritual path like I you know my ego was fighting me like so hard and I thought like my family is very traditional. Like they were like, what are you doing? Right. And I so thought, is mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I thought I was going nuts, but then seeing these other people saying, yeah. yes, yes, yes. It let me, gave me the permission in a way to be like, no, this, this, if this feels good to you, this is good. Keep yeah. going. And it's so interesting. Cause I have such a similar, you know, had such a similar thing. Like Ali found the whole Gabby world, right. I found the whole, into Sati world like that's how the cattle that was the catalyst for both of us right Mm -hmm. and you know just like Ali I not my mother's side of the family but Mm -hmm. my you know another side of the family it's very (laughs) beautiful and when I was leaving my big time pharmaceutical executive job and selling my apartment and going to India and starting a company for life coaches they in during the recession they were like, they thought they were so negative and so toxic. And I remember, um, so clearly like making really hard decisions. Like I didn't go and spend Thanksgiving there. I didn't go and spend Christmas there because I felt like I had, I was kindling a dream. And I knew that like, if I put it in front of people who are like, that's, what is that? What a decision it would, it, it would risk it fizzling and so yeah it was like I was really protecting it like an infant and surrounding that infant dream with people all just like Ali said people all around who were like go 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 you can do it I did it 
Yes. Oh, my God. So I want to talk about those two things. I want to talk about um, more into, you know, how to find your tribe when you're in that space. You know, if you guys have any advice for people that are listening right now and are like, that's great and I love the idea of it, but, like, I have no idea where to find these awesome women that, like, you guys have. And also, I love what you said, Michelle, about that. And that is something I had a friend, like, I think that is so, so important. Like, kin- like, like you said, like, kindling, it's like a flame. And if you put it around the wrong kind of person, it, you know, it either gets bigger or it blows out. And it's so important. Um, you know, for me, I think a lot of that, and still to this day, I, I hold my little flames or my little ideas for months before I tell anyone, you know, I have like a few very close friends who I know will be supportive and give me, you know, the right kind of advice, you know, that, that I can really trust to go to on a certain level, but but it's still something that I practice. Like, yeah, I just moved to California and I knew, and it was funny because a lot of other people ended up moving along the way, but I actually made this decision like seven months ago, just didn't tell anyone because I was like, if I tell too many people and I was so right because I had everything in place before I even started telling people. And then once I started telling people, God, I got so much, so much, um, pushback on that. So I was glad that I I had already like harnessed that into a, a massive fire before <laughs> anybody was able to get to it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So so let's start. What should we start with? Why don't we start with that, and then we'll go to the tribe thing. So so what the two of you when you have whether it's like a mutual idea or an individual idea, what are some you know tips you would give to people? Because I think. So I'm in that situation. A lot of people are in that situation. We all have families or people in our lives <laughs> that may not be on the same page as we are, may be a little nervous for us going on the road less traveled. Yeah. I mean, Ali and I are very lucky because we have each other and we're with each other 24 hours a day. <laughs> and so when, and we're both like, you know, so like when an idea comes up or an opportunity comes up, like, we will very, very quickly go into like, this is happening. Like not even like, Oh, I hope it's happening. Like this is going to happen. Yeah. This is happening. And then like very quickly getting into like the excitement of that. So like, yeah. Oh my God. And we're amazing. Like, <laughs> we're, like really, we really, we say a lot. We're amazing. Like, we'll just like look at each other as we're driving, just like, we're amazing. And it's the acknowledge, and what it is, is just the acknowledgement, because it can sound like a little conceited, but it's not, it's no, just like the no. acknowledgement of how powerful we all are. Yeah. And like, when we say something, like, we know, we just know that it's like this or something better. Um, yeah. And you know, this applies to, and this is why we'll talk about like finding our tribes, why it's so important, but like, this applies not only to career stuff, like, I don't know, like, I'm looking for my partner, and I'll say to Michelle, when I think about it, I'm like, I cannot wait till I'm in love. Like, I just can't wait. And then, like, she gets excited for me, and we start feeling it. Yeah. And, like, that's, that's, I mean, yeah. yeah. It's all, it is, it's all, you know, and so a lot of people so in our saying community, it like, talk about this, too, and feeling into it. So, you know, even if you don't have the romance yet, or you don't have the career yet, or you don't have the community yet, feeling into, what would it feel like if I did? Like, is it joy and excitement? Is it freedom? Is it, a breath of fresh air, like feeling that because like Ali said before, the universe meets your vibration. So if you're, I mean, Ali and I vibrate a lot on a vibration of joy, right? Like joy and excitement. So 
joyful and exciting things happen all the time now. Like, it's very joyful and exciting. We're yeah. very joyful and, and exciting. <laughs> we aren't in that because let's just, like, we're human, so we're not always in that space. We take care of ourselves. Like, we were exhausted on Sunday. We left the event that we were supposed to be at. We got a massage. We, like, napped all day. And we didn't to take any action because we we knew that was a sign we need to take care of ourselves. Yeah. So yeah. it's like... Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and and I think this is important, like, for a lot of people in our community, you know, and a few days, well, now, like, a week and a half ago, I got into, like, a fear place about my boyfriend, my relationship, and I had a complete breakdown. I was hysterically crying. I was, like, crying to Allie, crying to my mom, and allowed myself to, like, really feel into the fear and, like, into the, like... I'm like, I'm upset. And like, I think when I first started in this world or not even when I first, like the first two years of me being in this world, I really was like, wait, no, I'm the light. So like, I'm always the light. Like everything is happening for me. Everything is happening for me. And like, I would numb down those feelings of fear or those feelings of anger or those feelings of rage, like those feelings, right. I would numb it down. I would eat like that. And I would then be the light and I would be like the neon colors in the world. And like, always be happy because I thought that's what it meant to like manifest. Now it's so different. It's like, if I'm feeling angry, I'll be like, I have anger. <laughs> yeah. We like tell each other. Yeah. Or like, I'm feeling really raged. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to name it. You have to acknowledge it. Cause then you're otherwise you're shoving it down. And it like when you're smiling at someone, people are going to feel that mm. anger, that people are going to feel that sadness, that rage. I yeah I love that I'm so glad you brought that up because I actually it was funny I got invited back to my alma mater to give a talk um which was amazing and I gave up my talk about what I do and how to create this you know this life and then I took questions and one of the questions I got from one of the girls was like but like your life is really awesome right now but like what like what did you do when like it wasn't awesome and like you didn't like you had a really bad day or like your boyfriend broke up with you or like you know or you know something and I'm like and I started laughing and I was like oh gosh that stuff still happens yeah. like my life is by no means a pleasure cruise I'm eternal I'm so grateful for it yeah. you know <laughs> like I'm so grateful for it but like I mean I've been looking for apartments for two weeks now you know like there's there real life stuff that happens that you have to deal with and I I really I think that's true because I think you know it is important and we always talk about like you said like being the peace being the light bringing that joy um but I I think it's equally important to be like you know what today not feeling the joy not feeling the joy right now and so and I love what you said about being like I didn't take any actions that day I relaxed, you know, I gave myself, you know, whether it's a massage or you give yourself a bath or you go on a walk or you do whatever it is that you do that kind of like coddles you and like lets you just process that and allow it to pass because it will, you know, um, and to have that, you know, to not, I always, uh, I call it, <laughs> try not to be vulgar, but I think of things in like metaphors with cupcakes so, <laughs> so I, I think um, it's like making a really crappy cupcake with terrible ingredients that taste horrible and then putting like really amazing pink frosting on it when you're just pretending to be joyful when you're not, you know? And I feel like it's like we have to kind of deconstruct the terrible cupcake we've made right now 
and yeah. be like, okay, so this cupcake's not working. I'm going to choose a different recipe right now. Before we can naturally put on the icing that fits the cupcake. <laughs> yeah. And what you just said about like, let's reevaluate the ingredients and like go back. I think that's a great point, you know, because like it's okay to make mistakes and then turn around. And, you know, like, you know, I say all the time, like my into my intuition led me here and it was wrong. Like, what does that mean? And like, it's a, that's okay. Like it's a, there, you know, to turn back and to like start a new path and to feel what it feels like to make that mistake and to learn that lesson. And, you know, it's all, it's all perfect. But like, I remember, you know, I used to be like, what does this mean? My intuition led me here. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of people that say that. I, I hear that all the time. So I think that's great. Yeah, it's true. You have to be willing to make mistakes. I mean, and, and that, that was really hard for me. Like, I'm, I'm a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always tell this story, even just when we were starting Soul Camp, um, Michelle and I had the idea. And we were like, okay, let's invite all of the instructors. I'm like, these are just incredible people, our friends, colleagues, and clients. And um, Michelle's like, okay, whip up a logo. And I'm like, no, like, there's a three-week process. Like, I have to, like, first do the mood boards. And then I have to do this. Like, no do this and like we're sending it out and I'm like okay and like I made the logo and it was like it's really funny it's, it's not really hard. hard no it's not hard okay but like for me per- the perfectionist designer, it was tie-dyed grass it was like colored grass oh so that's and, like, cute the thing is is that like it didn't matter yeah it was like that is not what's important like make mistakes like we have to let ourselves make mistakes and um just try things that are new and scary yeah yeah and I think that's so I mean that's so I I say that it's so funny I'm the opposite of that and I think it's uh it's one of my strengths I definitely have to like ride the line with it a bit but it's one of my strengths and I'm a very I think Gabby says this a lot but I definitely echo it in my life that F it let's go like, when I get the idea, like, I'm writing an email, it's, like, not fully fleshed out, like, I'll yeah. be like, all right, let me just, you know, I'm doing the podcast, let me just email my graphics person and be like, pick me up a podcast logo, you know? <laughs> Make it bright. Yeah. I'm lucky that I surround myself with people that know how I work, yeah. so they kind of just like, all right, let's go for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think that's so important every step of the way and everything that you're doing, just to be like... I think the reason you girls make stuff happen and the reason I think I make a lot of stuff happen is because of being able to put in check that perfectionist voice and being like, right now it's more important to like just get into the action and get into the excitement like you guys were saying about the thing and, and ride that wave instead of letting like the wave of like the actual task list or whatnot kind of like take you out of that joy. Um, you know, there's, Sandra, it's, I think this is good. Like that helps my perfectionist like temper is like, I'm like, okay, like I am learning. Like, it's like, it's like the student in me. I'm like every step mm. of the way, this is like a chance to really learn and master what it is that I'm doing. So like, yeah, I am not good at this right now because I'm a beginner, but I'm learning. And like, I'm so excited to learn and like master this. Yeah. And so like that helps a lot. And like when Allie and I make mistakes, cause we do for sure, like <laughs> ordering like 250 extra t-shirts accidentally with like a 2015, <laughs> like instead of <laughs> what did we do? We wasted money. We're like, wow, we're so good that we learned this lesson year two. Like, thank you. What a great thing. Like what a great lesson 
like we really see it like that. Like, oh, like if you know, lesson learned. Lesson learned. Less, that's a, a phrase that is used a lot because we really do. We, you know, see the big vision of Soul Camp, and we see that this is just year two, and they're of many, many years. Yeah. And so, you know, and we really believe that fully, one hundred percent. And so, and yeah. that's after years of building that faith muscle, right? Like, it's not like we were just like. Boop. Here we yeah. believe. Like it's like <laughs> it's like it's taken it's taken years of um at moment by moment like choosing to trust. So I love that. Yeah, moment by moment. It's it's all about choosing to trust. And I think I love that you guys said it was soul camp, but it's in everything in our life, like in relationships. I know I think a lot of people beat them up about relation but beat themselves up sometimes with relationship mistakes. It's like it's not a mistake, you know. Like you learn, like the way I see it, and I'm in this. I I resonate with you, Allie, and they're like, I'm so excited for when I finally meet my man because he's going to be incredible. And the men that I've dated along the way have gotten progressively more incredible as well to prepare me for his incredibleness. And you know, and every time like something doesn't quote unquote work out the way we planned, whether it is a business thing where we thought we were really excited and then you know X, Y, and Z happened and it didn't go the way we thought it was going to go, or it's a relationship, or it's just like a life thing, you know, where I think it's really important to, like you guys said, you know, don't give up on your intuition just because for whatever reason, you know, and I also would add to that, don't be so attached to knowing the lesson immediately. Oh, yeah, totally. Because sometimes you're in that space of just being a little bummed out and that's okay to honor that and to be like, you know what, I trust that the lesson is going to appear like as soon as, you know, as soon as I meant to, to really recognize it. And whenever I do that and I just give myself that space to like, just be like, okay, you know, right now you're just a little, you're a little doom and gloom about this not working out and just feel through that, you know, feel through that and trust that like, and then the next day, literally I'll be like taking a bubble bath and like, it'll hit me like a lightning bolt, you know? And I'll be like, that's why I had to do that because I realized actually that's why it didn't work out because of whatever, you know? Yeah. Love that. Yay. So let's talk about Soul Camp. Um, so this, I just think this is so incredible. So you're both, there's so many aspects of this I want to talk about, but so you're both, you know, independently creating your own businesses, designing, as I would say, designing a life that lights you up. Um, you come together. And so when did the spark of Soul Camp happen? And then how fast did you kind of like move it along? How long did it come to be what it is today? Yeah, so in October of 2014, Michelle um, and I were at a family constellation retreat in one of, uh, with one of our best friends, Natalie Berthold, who is one of our teachers. And um, we had like auto replies on our email responder just being like, we're at a family constellation retreat. We're at another retreat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the sleepaway camp that we went to, they really curate um, community amongst the alumni after uh, camp. So they sent out an email and got our autoresponders, like both of us the same one. And so the owner's son like reached out to, or I forget, was it him or, I don't know. Someone reached out to us and was like, do you want to bring a yoga retreat here to camp? Yeah, like, do you want to bring a few people to camp to yeah. do some yoga? And we were like, whoa, like that yeah. could be really freaking cool. And got on the phone with them and then immediately we, we just started. As soon as we were like on the phone. We were just like. It's seeing how incredible this could be because we were like, wait, we're like kind of set up for this. Like all of our friends have amazing audiences, amazing um, teachings. They're all like 
fitness instructor. Yeah, experts in their fields. Um, all of our clients and colleagues yeah. are that. Um, like we both just happen to own branding agencies. Yeah, we're like we're we all can whip up a logo. We can whip up a website. We can do the copy and yeah. the strategy for our brand. Okay. Um, and then we and we like, know all of these people, and they. And we were like, we, and just back to like what we were saying about like, we are camp, like we're just camp, can't be yeah. when we're together of our cheering. We were like, this could be so much fun. Like that was literally, it was just like, this could be so much fun to bring everyone to this place that we love, like our childhood home, the yeah. place that we love so much. Um, so immediately we got off the phone and like, I'll never forget how the name came to be. Michelle was like emailing me just like, hashtag adult camp, hashtag camp 2.0, hashtag camp soul, hashtag soul camp. And I was just, I saw soul camp and I was like, that's it. And then she wrote that back. That's it. So we have like the email chain. That's like soul camp, soul camp. camp." Yeah. Like back and forth, just like screaming on, on text. Yeah. So then we just like went out into the world and we just started, you know, from that place of joy and excitement of like, all right, we're not, we weren't attached to anything. That's like what I, cause it totally. was like, we didn't know what this was going to be. We, we bought like, a URL that said soulcamp2014.com. Like yeah. that's such we a showcase just, of like, we're just doing this this one time, like yeah. soulcamp2014. So we were like, okay, cool. Let's ask all these instructors. So, so we, we reached like, out to list. everyone. We made a list of who we would ideally want, all the companies we wanted to uh, partner with, the ones that like had, had the name soul. soul. So we were like, soul pancake. And we reached out and every single person said yes. They, so, yeah. And we couldn't pay anyone. We were just like, we're okay, like, like, yeah, the email was literally like, hi. And like, we had no like photos or videos. Yeah. It was like the grass logo being like, hi, we're going to put together a big camp. And like, we can't pay you. <laughs> like, it will be and the time of your life. And we shared our vision for it of like, yeah. we want, we know you are the, the teachers that we want to like begin to share with the world as like the world's teachers. Like, we want like to bring everyone together. Yeah. Like, how cool would this be? And we and wanted, got it. Yeah. And we wanted the instructors and the teachers. So, to not come. only for the campers, but like the instructors and the teachers to come together in camaraderie and like, really strip away the how many Instagram followers do you have how many books do you have how many, and like have literally like there's no technology at camp like that's all by the wayside and we you know throw them all in a bunk together and that it's like an amazing opportunity for all of them to like go and experience each other's classes and like hear each other's speeches and like really without any of the like oh I'm in competition or oh like you know we're we're preaching to the same audience what all of that bullshit like all of that completely stripped away and be like get guys you're all in camp together you're all in the same (laughs) bunk like sharing showers like strip away all that bullshit because here's your opportunity to be really like to see each other and to like be with each other in a real way. So we had our first camp about nine months later. Um, We just went at it. Like, just like we were, whatever we could do to get the word out. um, Handing out flyers. We're doing the same thing here in California. Yeah. Handing out flyers. (laughs) Yeah. Going to yoga studios, handing out different flyers. Yeah. Um, But Allie and I went to camp our whole life. So we knew camp. So we knew how to set up camp. We knew, okay, well, when we were kids, like there were five periods a day and like every period, like there are all these different things going on in all these different amazing areas of camp. So we knew instead of like soccer going on and tennis going on and be- baseball going on, we could have Kundalini yoga, oneness meditation. Like it was like literally replacing, um, you know, our childhood memories and activities with like our dream camp. Like we said all the time, like, Oh my God, we're creating the camp that like out of our dreams. And one of the aspects yeah. that soul camp, um, was 
on a personal level, like Michelle and I, you know, we went to camp. We loved the like traditions and the camaraderie, but there were, uh, I mean, for both of us, really a lot of it was not fe- not fitting in, not feeling good enough, feeling really different. Um, and, and that was hard. So for us to be able to make a camp where like, everyone belongs, the, the whole intention is that you belong, mm. you just as you are belong was just like, I mean, that's really the driving force. And, um, we curate the whole experience around that. So we create like small communities, like within the cabins. So like you have like 10 to 15 people that like, you already have like a close group of friends, but then, you know, we have these all camp events that you get to meet 250 people and have a chance to connect with some of them. Yeah. Cause so many people, I mean, the majority of people come alone, like the majority of people that come to soul camp saw soul camp somewhere on, you know, on a flyer or on a podcast or on the, you know, on Facebook and like new on some level, yeah. like I need to be there. Yeah. My people are there. Like whatever I need to learn is there. And they just come. Like we have yeah. a girl literally who saw it and is hopping on a plane from That's Singapore and, and we had to alone. Talk, and we talked to her dad. Yeah, oh we my God. Her dad. Yeah. It was the cutest thing. Cause he was like, is there security? Like he was just making sure it was so cute. But like, yeah. this goes back to Cassandra, what you were saying, what you were asking of like, well, how do we find that community? Yeah. It's getting, finding place. I mean, going to do the things that kind of scare you. So like soul camp might scare you. Like the fact that you're going to this place where, you know, no one, there's 200 people there. It can feel really overwhelming. But, like, there's a part of you that knows, like, that there's something there for you. You don't know what it is, right? Listen to that. That's with anything, like, this soul camp and anything else that you feel right. that tug towards. But, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like, all of the classes, like, well, well first, what Ali said, like, all of the bunks or all the cabins, you know, you have your own little community of, like, 10. And then all of the classes are, like, 30 people max. Like, it is not yeah. this humongous... Yeah festival it's like you're an intimate very intimate cre- circle yeah. where you really get like to really connect with the teacher and like meet know the teacher and know your fellow campers yeah and it feels like a family like the first night we have yeah. a fear burning ceremony you're gonna you're gonna love you're it. gonna love it so like we all at the end of the fear burning we let go over fears and then we like have a guitar but like we stand around the bonfire in a circle and like you just feel the connection because everyone was brought there for a really specific yeah. reason and like I don't know. My favorite part of camp is the talent show. So we have a talent show night and you know, we just, it's like so incredible. I cry the whole time because it's like, (laughs) we're standing on the stage for the first time, like facing their fears and saying like, this is who I am. Like, it's not about like how good you are, but like everyone's really good. Um, but like, we're like all cheering, cheering for them. And it's just such a standing ovations every time. Like no matter matter what you're doing, because there's so much love there. Like my favorite, one of my favorite stories always is going to be, you know, we had a guy, you know, the first year, um, come and he was a little bit older. He came by himself and, you know, he was in the guy, the dude bunk. And that first (laughs) night he like came to the table at dinner and was like, you know, I'm not like really resonating with anyone. Like I, you know, I think I really scared. Yeah. Like I want to go and like pitch a tent and we're, you know, we were just like, listen, whatever you want to do, like, this is your retreat, whatever makes you feel comfortable, like do it. Like you don't need to stay in the bunk. Anyway, two days later, he is on stage at the talent show, singing a cappella, two songs, and everyone in the entire audience is on their feet chanting, Elliot, Elliot. And it was such like, 
uh, an amazing example of the transformation that can take place so quickly. Yeah. It's really profound. Yeah. I I can't wait. I'm so excited. And I've actually had some of our mutual friends call me and, and reiterate that transformation at like midnight right after they got back from Soul Camp. <laughs> um, so I, I've, I'm excited for it. And I, I think, you know, it is what you guys, it, what comes to mind for me, and I try to encourage, because I get people that, I'm still building my tribe. Um, but I, I get people also that are like, oh, how do you like make more friends in this space and, and kind of get on that level? And I always like to reiterate that people think because if they like see me at a workshop or they see me speak or maybe even my videos, that I'm like super social and like miss little bubbly whatever. And right. I'm a, you know, I'm a happy person. You guys certainly know, know me, but I am. I can be really shy, and I get really intimidated meeting new people. Um, and that's something that is like shifted more and more as I get older, and like through the years, I've been much better with it. But I don't naturally come from a place of like I'm gonna go make a bajillion friends and like just go up to everyone and introduce myself. Like I really have to like push out of my comfort zone for that. Yeah. And I feel like Soul Camp. You know, it kind of reminds me of what I like to call the freshman in college experience, where when you're a freshman in college, at least I felt this way. It's the only time, like one of the first times in my life, I really felt like we're all in this together. Yeah. We all came from different places and we all like ended up here and like some of us have a handful of friends. I knew no one when I went to college and you have that kind of like shared experience in this like safe container in which you can go up to someone that you just met today and have like a profound, you know, exchange about what's going on in your life with the understanding that everybody is here, you know, because there is something that a journey that they're on and, you know, a mutual connection that they're looking for. And and they, you know, whether it's someone like me who's going to be doing a workshop and speaking or someone that's coming to be a part of the experience, we're all there for yeah. those connections, for those talks and for those like I'm so excited. You know, I think it worked out divinely because when you guys asked me, it was funny because you guys asked me to do Soul Camp West, I hadn't announced that I was going to be like I hadn't announced that I was going to be living in LA <laughs> at the time. And in my head, I was like, I wonder if they, like, psychically got the memo. <laughs> but, like, it's perfect because I'm really excited to meet some West Coast um, peeps in it. And I think, yeah, that's a beautiful, whether it is Soul Camp, if someone's feeling that, that you know, pull to, to do Soul Camp, which I can't recommend enough because, obviously, I want to meet them. And, um, and uh and, oh, by the way, I'll put this in the show notes, but just because I very well might forget it, um, if you want to sign up, I uh, will give you a special di- discount if you just put in Cassandra Soul. So feel free to look below on the show notes or definitely like give me a shout out um, on Insta or somewhere on social media and I'll make sure you get set up with the link and stuff. But uh, Cassandra Soul, you'll get a little special discount. And, um, and yeah, I think it's important when you're in the, that place, wherever you are along the path to continually be cultivating those relationships and those experiences, you know, like the calls that I got from people that went to Soul Camp East that I was friends with were literally, you know, people that had already been on their path for a while and were, that were just like, you know, I just, it just brought me back to me. 
it brought me back to to me to that you know and I think we all we all need that you know we all need to like consciously schedule those times where we can just you know be in that place and allow ourselves to experience that like joy and transformation and growth and 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 not be on Instagram and not be you know trying to run our business for a few days and just being able to just be again. Yeah. Yay! Yeah, Yay. we need it. <laughs> Yay! So, <laughs> is there any you know? I feel like this this just went so smoothly because I love you, ladies. <laughs> um, let me um, let me let's close with uh, so we always close with what does um, your most expansive life look like and and then what is really lighting you up right now so both of you yeah yeah I mean just speaking about love and I'll share this because this is what part of what we're saying I'm just sharing it just like my expansive life looks like um, being in love and having a family and running um soul cam from all around the world or one place and it's all happening (laughs) and just continuing to um really let myself grow and like be human and continuing my connection to spirit i love it yeah and for me you know i same (laughs) you know I also you know I am in love right now which is a beautiful thing and um you know just continuing to nurture and cultivate you know just this connection um of my dreams you know and to be mama mama is like coming in so strong recently I can't wait for you to be mama (laughs) no it's 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 happening. It's gonna not right not right now, but I'm so excited. Yeah, I think that, that is so so important to me, more important than I ever realized, um, in a huge way. So, you know, the, you know, being mama and being in you know, in love with this heart connection with this man and um, you know, feeling freedom in my body is a big one and, and freedom from, you know, body image self talk, negative body image and you know, just really feeling expansive in um in my skin I think that's a really big one for me too yeah oh, I love it I love yeah. it yay thank you ladies so much for taking the time for this interview I know you have crazy preparations it going so on much fun. yeah it went so fast yeah. yes it went so fast it was such a blast I absolutely cannot wait to see your faces in person um and to experience soul camp for my first time I'm so excited yes definitely and so you guys if you're considering it or you just want to check it out soul.camp slash west super easy to remember um like i said i'll be putting it all in the notes but i know you guys are probably listening to this so just soul.camp slash west check it out um yeah and i'll give you guys all the individual info and the joint info for both ali and michelle below so that you can sufficiently stalk them on all social media platforms (laughs) um and i love you girls so much and thank you guys (laughs) Thank you guys for tuning in, and I will see you next week on the Lightmaker Podcast. Bye. Bye.